2: It's West Michigan Live with Justin Barkley on Wood Radio. Good morning! Man, oh man. What a weekend. Hope you had a blessed one. And things are just starting to heat up. We have lots, lots of time still yet to cover some great stories today. We'll make sure that we do keep you up to speed with all the things that happened over the weekend and more. Of course, give you a chance to weigh in on the program to 616-774-2424. Fauci's not gonna like it, but there's a new study out there that says that you know that that thing that you love. To wear in your car by yourself or walking down the street all alone, it may be making you sick. The face diapers, weather and traffic, <laughs> and the biggest stories of the day. We're talking about
1: what matters most in West Michigan and beyond. This is the big three. Now, T. Speak three.
2: Uh, Fox News reporting a U.S. strike has killed five Iran proxy fighters in Iraq. It could be a. Strike back for some of the things that we've seen over the weekend happening, of course. The latest in the ship's attack this weekend.
3: U.S. warships in the Red Sea are on high alert after this serious and significant escalation. We're talking about ballistic missiles hitting three commercial vessels in a busy shipping lane with a U.S. warship trying to fend off more possible attacks and render aid.
2: High alert. Things continue to develop there. We'll give you the latest updates as things in Gaza are ramping up as well. That's the biggest story. Number one. Uh, it's all powered by our good friends at Heartland Home Mortgage, HHMlending.com. Dave Galloway and the team can help you with whatever your needs are. Number get headed to the Rose Bowl, taking on the fourth ranked Alabama. And by the way, the first time they'll probably be the underdog. They're top ranked number one seed in the entire NCAA. And lots of controversy surrounding whether or not they should have been in or Any other team should have been, Well, the whole thing will get discussed over and over again because that's what sports fans love to do, adding to all of the insanity. Today, I believe the hearings continue as a judge will hear more about this health department director that wants $4 million to go away. She wants $4 million just to go away. She's barely been on the job Is that like a million dollar for each month? Almost. (laughs) That's not not very long at all. She's barely been on the job as the health department director in Ottawa County, and she says, "You know what? If I'm gonna go away, I'm gonna need four million, and I'm gonna take all of that with me, and I'm gonna and you're gonna give it to me now." It just sounds like my my kids when they're throwing tantrums. That's what it's like a toddler, and there she is. By the way. Uh, we'll keep you up to date at any news comes out of that story and more today. As I said earlier, join the program. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Justin now at 616-774-2424. That's 616-774-2424. West Michigan Live with Justin Barkley on News Radio Wood 1300
2: and 106.9 FM. All right, Santos expelled over the weekend. I know people want to hear maybe talk about that. I think it's a uh, sets a precedent that's probably dangerous for everyone. Fetterman already out talking about getting rid of Menendez. And you may agree with it, but the precedent is, why can you expel somebody who has yet to be convicted even? Uh, you see what you want about this guy, and I think it's pretty simple. We just had a conversation off here about this. But look, uh, he's a clown. But he's a clown who voted the right way a lot of the times. And let the people decide. The guy's not going to run again. Or if he does, let the people decide whether or not they want some clown to represent them. But look at all the other clowns representing us in D.C. We we haven't expelled them, and they, but half of them ought to be expelled. You know, I mean, honestly. So that story's floating around out there. It's another distraction. There's so much going on; it's hard to wrap your head around all of it. Whitmer out there appointing uh, this body. It, it's her people. Let's be honest. Thanks, Whitmer. These appointed body uh, members just approved a six point four percent DTE rate hike. You'll pay more for less. That's another story you won't want to you won't want to miss, and the, you probably won't hear anywhere else. The climber caper continues. They are now moving to talk about how big the emergency is. Hillary's tank is killing people. Planes couldn't get off the ground in Germany because of the global warming that's happening there. I'll show you a video coming up behind the scenes live stream later of that. It it, uh, <laughs> it, it it's funny because they couldn't get out to to. You know, remember again, they can you can't drive your SUV, but they can fly in their private jets. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that. What are you talking about? They couldn't get off. The only problem is they couldn't get off the ground because they were snowed in. Because of global warming. Snowed in. Record snowfall. Record snowfall. It's just nutty to see some of the stories that we're watching. We're covering it all. Plus that Rona report. Fauci won't like it, but there's higher incidence of COVID-19 infection found among consistent mask wearers. That means if you wear the mask, it could be making you sick. Big news today. Lots of it. We'll try to cover it off. We don't get to it during this hour. We've got this after show that we've got fired up and ready to go for you. He's got big news, another big announcement. Plus, we'll talk to him about the stories that are driving some of the conversation today. Former Congressman Mike Rogers is running for Senate here in Michigan, and he joins us now on West Michigan Live.
1: Justin, it is good to be here. Thanks for having me.
2: Kicking off the week with some big news. In fact, I note that you pick up a pretty pretty nice endorsement this morning. I did.
1: Uh, Tim Wahlberg has uh, endorsed the candidacy and has, has pledged to help uh, help us get through a win in November. And remember, that's the most important thing. And so what we're starting to see, Justin, is people are starting to rally around the one candidate who is a proven conservative, never lost an election, uh, that uh, has a, a very clear record uh, of trying to cut spending in, in Washington, and, and knows and has solutions to help fix the border and and uh, make us energy independent. And so, all of those things are starting to come together, and the support we're getting across the state, including this important endorsement. I mean, Tim is a well well respected conservative uh, member of our of our delegation here in Michigan.
2: You know, I got to see, again, as you look at some of the bigger stories that are uh, making headlines and that continue to be an issue for Americans. I just saw something online that just, it depends on where you go, um, but all over now, they're locking things up in different stores. um, And they've got this Walmart that they're showing online. I mean, everything, detergent, uh, you name it, everything's locked up. And then juxtaposed to that, next to it, the southern border wide open, <laughs> with it's just it's just wild. And to me, it's just it's one of those things that uh, Congressman, you know, instead of I don't know, call me crazy, but instead of locking up the soap, maybe we ought to start locking up the criminals. And also, maybe we ought to take uh, safety and security at our southern border a little more uh, a little more uh, seriously.
1: From your lips to God's ears, Justin, I have no understanding of why they have, and it has to be deliberate at this point, let the border get so much out of control. And remember, it, it's not just on the southern border. This is not not a Michigan problem. We've had criminal gangs come up through the southern border. Uh, they think they're from Chile, operating in Oakland County, Michigan, doing these very high-end home invasions and burglaries according to the sheriff there. And so crime is being uh, uh, run across that border as well. And think about the fentanyl that uh, they, the Detroit just found, uh, the police department there, found yeah. it to be 98% pure. I, don't, I think you saw that. Mm-hmm. If you think about what that means, that means there was nothing stopping it that came across that border. And they got that product, which is you know, the precursors made in China sold to the Mexican drug cartels. They sold it to someone up in Detroit. Uh, and now that stuff is going to poison our kids here in Michigan. This thing is out of control. It's dangerous. They have terror that they keep catching terrorists on the watch list. Matter of fact, I had a guy tell me who was a former uh, CBP officer that they would catch a tractor trailer had about 200 people jammed in it. And of course they run, there's only two agents at the stop they catch maybe five, and one of the five was uh, on the terrorist watch list. So their point was, how many of the 195 that got away were on the terrorist watch list? We have no idea, and we don't know, and now they're in the country somewhere. I mean, this thing is dangerous, and I, I, it just, again, defies logic that the Biden administration and their, con- and their congressional allies won't stop this mess.
2: Yeah, you know, it's it seems to me that uh, more and more people are starting to wake up the fact that Democrats have become the party of chaos. They've come the party of uh, lawlessness. Uh, they have become the the, the party of uh, well, not just lawlessness, but their own sort of political um, uh, law in order the way they where they make the rules, uh, and we're not no longer a, a country. Of laws with a country and people get special privileges and there's corruption and all these things. Uh American people are starting to wake up to that because they see the two tier justice system. I, I I know they're just disgusted by this. Watch it all, because we're pretty simple. I think we just want to be able to make a living. And uh and, and speaking of which, we'd like to be able to, you know, do better and have our kids do better than uh, than than what we did. But even that's a, a problem nowadays. Bidenomics. I saw the story uh, over the week. Here's another one. I, I got this in, uh, in, coming up later. We're going to do our segment. It's the economy, stupid. Beef prices hit record high. It's always one thing after the other. I mean, I people, every day, I'm seeing more and more people talk about online how they're having a hard time making it. And these are even people, some now, I'm seeing videos of, of going viral, women talking about, you know, we budget. We, uh, we're, we're doing everything we can. We're... Uh, you know we're, we're we're doing very well at least we thought we were with uh, income and and yet we're st- we're having a hard time making making ends meet. Um, this is Bidenomics, open borders and uh, empty wallets it sounds like.
1: Uh, Justin, you're exactly correct. I mean, 20 percent more than everything that you buy and put in that shopping cart costs 20 percent more since Biden got elected. and it's because they're borrowing money mainly from China spending it and giving it away. They just gave 8 billion dollars or excuse me, 800 billion dollars to people who signed a contract to pay back loans. And they just said, "Nope, that's free." Now, by the way, 800 billion dollars. They're going to pay 450 billion dollars to take care of illegal immigrants this year alone. Think of that number. That is enough to pay for every single Michigan teacher and every single state trooper for 18 years. Wow, This is what Biden has wrought on us. And so all of that spending, all of that borrowing is causing your grocery prices to go up. And I think people are starting to get it and starting to understand, hey, this thing is terrible. And him running around bragging about, hey, isn't this great? Because it's uh, only a little more expensive than it was last week. I mean, the the, the arguments here, they have just completely forgotten about working class America. Um, They have become the party of the two coasts. I mean, even our governor tried was, wants us to be California. Um, you know, by the way, 750,000 people left California because it's too expensive and you, they've taken away freedom there. I mean, you start going down this list and there is not a lot of success stories where Democrats are. If it, when you look at crime, when you look at the economy, when you look at our military. By the way, Justin, they just came out and said, uh, the Pentagon came out and said, hey, we can't we really have lost our industrial base to be able to sustain uh, a, a large, any military action. Now, that ought to take everyone's breath away. That's exactly how we have been feared around the world, that there's nobody could get at us. Well, that just sent a very strong signal to people who want to mess with us. Oh, and the Navy just came out and said, hey, they've cut us so bad that the, uh, we don't have maintenance for our ships, which puts the ships at danger. And by the way, as a, having a son that's in the Navy, you're putting our sailors at risk as well. I mean, I don't know. I can't find one thing that they have done that isn't harmful to the future of the country. And that's why I think, Justin, you see so many people say, my kids will not do as well as we did. It's nearly impossible. They can't afford a home. Those prices are out of sight. They're having a hard time filling their carts with groceries. Those prices are out of sight. And what their answer is, more spending, and oh, by the way, we're gonna mandate that uh, what kind of stove you have, what kind of water heater you have, and what kind of car you drive. That just doesn't sound like the America I wanna live in. And that's why an election like this becomes so important. It's a destiny election. It's a we the people election about, really, do you want our economy under the thumb of the Chinese Communist Party, or do you want to be strong and independent like the America we are? Do you want your kids keeping graduating from school but can't read at the sixth grade level, or do we want to have an education system that gives everybody the opportunity to embrace the American dream? I mean, we can go right down that list, uh, and they just seem to be in the wrong direction on all of it, and they're going to double down on it, and that's why I think people – I've met people all over the state. They're so politically discouraged. This is the time to rally. Uh, This is the time to say we're going to get this done and we're going to take this thing back. That's what we have to do. We win the Senate seat in Michigan. We will be in the majority, and we can stop the nonsense and start fixing these big problems.
2: Mike Rogers is here with us, a former congressman running for Senate here. And, of course, uh, uh, I know we're going to tell people where they can catch up with you here in a second. Just want to note this. Last week got a... Another challenger throwing the hat in the ring as far as uh, the Republican primary here. That field's getting pretty heated uh, as things continue to sort of tick up there. Uh, but you've been one of the first out there in front uh, gathering signatures and things like that. So what do you what do you make of the growing field and and obviously your chance to comment on that?
1: yeah we're we're uh, we're not worried about the field As a matter of fact, more people will get in It's a uh, higher likelihood you know we're the ones that have our thirty thousand signatures already done, and we're building an infrastructure Jason dustin excuse me to um, to sustain us going into no, to uh, November. Remember the primary is not the prize. Some of these folks believe it's got to be the primary. The primary is the first step to a really hard race in the state of Michigan, and if we're going to win this, this is the time to start rallying around a candidate. And that's what we're finding is happening around the state. I think uh, all of the folks you see won't get on the ballot, we don't believe. By the time uh, signatures are due next year, it's a pretty tough thing to do. Uh, we're done. Uh, we're also building an infrastructure that will help take back the state house. So we can stop the nonsense there. We're going to help those candidates. And we're going to be a strong top of the ticket. And people realize that. And so what we're doing is setting ourselves up for victory in November. We're talking to a lot of the primary voters. They understand that our issues are right in line with where they're at. They have the same concerns that I do, uh, and we've talked to a lot of people about it. So if you, you, know, you want to you push China, the Communist Party, China back in a box, well, then you certainly want Mike Rogers. You want to cut spending? I'm the only guy that's actually cut spending. I, when I controlled the $78 billion budget in Congress, I cut about 10 percent of that at the height of the, the Iraq Uh, war and and the Afghanistan conflict, Uh, everybody told me it couldn't be done. We did it. And so all of these issues are started. The weight of those things, you know, this isn't a prize to have. This isn't, you know, something to put on your, your mantle. This is serious business about being a U.S. senator. And we need somebody who can walk in on the very first day and know who to call and know who to gather up to start working on closing the border. Uh, to start working on cutting spending, get our military back worthy of the people who are serving in it. Uh, that's just one guy. And people, again, people are starting to rally around it. So I would argue go to Rogers for Senate.com. Get on the winning team. Let's let folks know we've got to clear this up and move forward because we need to win in November. And the Democrats are pouring money into the state already. Pouring. Matter of fact, the Democrat Party is already trying to get into the a Republican primary and mess around a little bit. And by the way, they ain't for me. That ought to tell you everything you need to
2: know. <laughs> Mike Rogers, former congressman uh, running for Senate here in Michigan. All those those dirty Democrat games. It's always fun to watch that stuff happen. And gosh, I gotta tell you, uh, it's serious business though. I you, you, you watch what's happening in this country. Uh, we need more people in the fight and uh, appreciate you standing up to be a part of it. Thank you, Mike. Thanks,
1: Justin. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
2: God bless. More of the conversations online. JustinBarkley.com and the iHeartRadio app. Download our podcast. We always post links to stories, the things you won't hear anywhere else, and more in our stack. Back with more after this. You can join the program at any time. The story Fauci doesn't want to hear. Boy, he ain't happy about this one. Ian Murphy joins us from the Iron Pig up in Gaylord, too. It's a Monday morning kick off a big uh, holiday season here. Lots going on and we appreciate you taking the time to be here with us as always. You know this uh this is uh, well this is something that you and I if you listen to this program any minute time in the last few years you have heard this over and over again but I have to continue. I iterate it and reiterate it and repeat myself over and over and over again because I just don't think there are a lot of people that have not. They don't know. They just don't know what they don't know, and part of that problem is, and it's not going to hear anyone else. You think Lester Holt and the nightly news is going to cover any of this? Is going to carry any of it? You think MSD and CNN going to carry any of it? The Who with reports. On some of the white lung syndrome. And I'll, I'll kind of put you at ease here. The white lung syndrome. Turns out they know what it is. And there's some good news. They know how to treat it. Uh, and and that, that all should be helpful. I just don't know, though, uh, that you're going to hear the rational discussion of any of this honestly uh in the next uh, coming days because we've got an election um this is an election year so we get all that to deal with and what that means is that any of this news can and will be used against us it it, it can be used as propaganda unfortunately it has been and in all too often but there's nothing new about this white lung this is a report from ABC News.
3: China has given more information on these outbreaks of pneumonia among children, telling the WHO that it is not seeing any unusual or novel pathogens.
2: They're concerned, but there's nothing new. There's no new uh, China virus. There's no new Wu Flu. There's nothing. Uh, China. They've been monkeying around with in labs. In fact,. A lot of the treatment's very uh, easy to deal with.
3: Chinese local media reported earlier that some hospitals in northern China are at capacity with young patients as clusters of what was originally reported as undiagnosed pneumonia have been on the rise since last month. But these have now been attributed to common viruses like the flu, like RSV and other bacterial illnesses.
2: In fact, they're going on to say that uh, a lot of it is possibly because of prior lockdowns, restrictions, things that have been lifted in recent
3: days. It should be noted that, you know, Chinese parents in particular like going to these specialized pediatric hospitals so although it does seem to look like these hospitals in places like beijing are overwhelmed it could also be the case that everyone's just flocking to those specialized places which now is-
2: you're getting this rational sort of like uh, balanced approach right now but who knows how the narrative shifts. So keep an eye on the it. The
3: Chinese government was criticized for its lack of transparency since COVID first appeared in Wuhan. But the World Health Organization says new data from China show the country is facing a post-COVID surge of respiratory illnesses that other countries have already seen.
2: Why is that? Because of the lifting the restrictions, the lockdowns, telling people, hey, you, know, you don't have to wear your mask anymore. Now they do. Now they have to wear their masks. <clears throat> They're going back to all of that now. So anyway, uh, that's all pieces, and it's all part of the conversation. And just, just so you know what's going on. So now I can bring you this new piece of update. That Fauci is not going to like. It's a story the Epic Times. In fact, uh, it's data. It's a story about a study. Mr. Booster. <laughs> He's not gonna be happy about this. The Patrons Santa pandemic. A higher incidence of COVID nineteen found among consistent mask wearers in this study. That's, that's to say, is put it more simply, your mask could be making you sick. Some mask wearers found to have up to 40% higher incidence of infections. That's, that's almost 50%. It's crazy. Almost half are getting sicker because they're wearing their masks. Now, they did a study. This is in Norway. Three Over 3,000 people participating in this. It found that the people that were wearing the mask were getting more likely to get almost double. More likely to get uh, get that That virus. And by the way, it's not just that virus. I would say it's probably all the other viruses that are causing this white lung issue as well. But again, if you've listened to this program for any amount of time, you have heard this over and over and over again. Talking to Kristen Megan Kelly, talking to Tammy Clark, industrial hygienist. Again, this is simple. We're going to trust the science and the experts, right? We're told, can't question the science, don't question the Well, now we have science. We've heard from the experts. And they'll say a big, fat, duh, to all of it. <laughs> but it's true. So I'm saying it again, just so you know, just so you hear it, we have more science now, you just, well, I don't, the Epic Times, I don't believe them. Who are they? And then what the, well, okay, don't believe the Epic Times, but it's from the journal Epidemiology and Infection. It was published November 13th. Go look it up. I'll put all of this in the stack. Among individuals who never or almost never wore masks, 8.6% tested positive during this time. Now, when people put masks on, that rose to 15%. The people who sometimes used masks were always 15%. That's like almost double. As I said, 40%. Almost doubled when people wore masks. Think about that. Because as they push this stuff on us over and over and over again... You're going to have to come to grips with all of this and, of course, your opportunity to stand up and exercise your freedoms and liberties will once again be prevalent. From the Iron Pig, by the way, in Gaylord, Ian Murphy, who continues to stand up and fight to fight having conversations about all those things that are happening behind the scenes and fighting back, talking about how you can join the fight. And by the way, one of those great ways to do it and help support him is uh, is to go either to the Iron Pig and Gaylord up north or actually go online, buy some barbecue, buy some of their uh, their gear, risk it for the brisket, <laughs> their t-shirts, all that good stuff is, uh, is online as well. Ian joins us now to talk a little bit about some of these restrictions. And one of the things I noted is that we've got, uh, again, unelected individuals making decisions for us over and over and over again. Not just unelected officials making unconstitutional decisions, but decisions that proved to actually make things worse for us. I mean, I don't think you can add insult to injury even more than we have. But Ian joins us now to discuss all this and more.
0: Good morning,
2: Justin. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So this is another one of those wild stories. And I, I, I remember you, you shared this with me and did you, did you know this by the way? And yes, uh, uh going all the way back to a uh, very concerning time, you know, when we were in the thick of it, this is one of the stories that, uh, talking with the health department director, you know, in, in, in depth, in the uh, county that, that uh, I was in in 2020, looking at this and, oh, you assured me, no, we never, we never used. You, you know, with the only, in a very extreme case, I'm thinking to myself, boy, I don't really like the fact that they've got the opportunity to do this. Uh, it doesn't sound constitutional at all. It sounds horrific. And as we've seen time after time after time, it's not just people that are unelected making these decisions, but they got so much so wrong, and they continue to do so. And we just let them go held unaccountable through it all.
0: Yeah, that's the unelected official part is, you know, I love that you said that in the opening. Because that's that's really what it is about. You know, Bob Gordon and Elizabeth Hertel, the state health directors, they initiated mandates that had devastating effects on people's lives and businesses. And this goes actually, this is even worse than that. It's even worse than New York because you said health director. Now, the laws that we have in Michigan, and I'm going to cite MCL point. Two four five one two four five 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 two oh one and five two oh three these are local county statutes that allow a health officer oh boy. all the health officer has to do is reasonably determine this is the actual language in the statute reasonably determine that there is a health risk either an individual or an establishment, a place. We already know that they were successful with limiting the gathering of people for any purpose. That was the law that we fought and had ruled unconstitutional. T&D Associates also had a case um, that upheld that and published that ruling as well. So we're taking it one step further And we now have a case that we start a pretrial hearing tomorrow, right here in Otsego County, with Judge Hunter, who is the same judge that gave us our unconstitutional win back in January of 2022. By court rule, this declaratory lawsuit that we filed a few months ago has to go back to Judge Hunter, who gave us our first win. So what we're seeking to do is to destroy that local health di- health officer, not even the health director, which also is an unelected official here in Otsego County. We had a year and a half battle to oust our health director because she unilaterally put masks back on school kids in the fall of 2020 yeah. after we had already had an agreed upon plan of action with our school. So, There was a lot of consternation that came out of that. This lawsuit seeks to have these five statutes ruled unconstitutional in the same manner as Judge Hunter did in January of 2020, saying, listen, this is unconstitutional. This is a non-delegation violation. This is, by definition, tyranny. James Madison said the accumulation Of all powers legislative executive and judiciary in the same hands is the definition of tyranny and that's what they've been doing since march of 2020 and we know this
2: yeah and i'm sure you know look i i talked to this ian murphy's on with us right now from the iron pig and gaylord and and continuing this fight and part of that fight is the awareness factor is bringing that up uh, and that's what we're doing right now but i you know i talked to folks as uh, as recent as last week and you know people would say well why does this matter let's just move on this is never gonna this won't be a problem. let's just we just want to move on but then we started to see last week again as the 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 drum starts to beat for all this craziness again with what we're seeing uh play out in china and uh, europe and now ohio i mean it's on our border it's here by the way china it is here and uh, this sickness that's floating around, this white lung they're, they're pumping out. We talked about earlier in our Rona report the fact that a lot of it could be, many are making the case because of restrictions. We had the story that the mask may have been making people sick. So not only did these people make decisions that they didn't really have the right to do so constitutionally, uh, but they were making very poor decisions And a lot of times saying it's because of the science and the data, we find out probably political science and polling data that they were looking at.
0: Absolutely. And that's kind of, you know, my tongue-in-cheek line has been the the only science that's changed is the political science. Um, And and I'm with you on the belief that masks and quarantine did make corona worse. We know 100% that it did affect mental health. Um, We do know for a fact that it affected um, children's ability to learn. We're still seeing the effects of that. Um, This is the availability of power, whether it's being exercised or not. We saw it exercised for the better part of two years. They still have the majority of this power. Now, we've had some of it wiped away. There's still a case before the Michigan Supreme Court. So they still have some of this power available and in the Emergency Management Act. Now, even if we're not talking about an epidemic, right, social or uh, this clean energy nonsense that's coming down the pipe, you know that somebody along the line will use some of these mandates that, have, that were successful, quote, unquote, from their point of view. You know that they will try and use these statutes to enforce a clean energy initiative and or some of these climate disaster things that are coming around.
2: You know, this is the thing. Create the emergency. Then you've got all the excuse and the reason really to to do whatever it is that you, you wanted to do in the first place or just take advantage of an emergency that's coming through your way. Uh, these are all big issues. Now you're fighting it. You've got, um, obviously there are, this continues to be a big fight for you. Um, you got a you got a hearing. What is it coming up tomorrow? On on more of this
0: tomorrow at one thirty, we have a pre trial hearing. It will be on YouTube. We're going to try and stream it um, on our Facebook page and some of our websites. I don't expect there to be um, a whole lot of excitement, but uh, it's always interesting to see where these attorneys' heads are at. They've already asked for the case to be delayed. Because of the Supreme Court uh, hearing with T and V associates, they've also requested a change of judge, which by again by court rule it has to stay with Judge Hunter. But um, do you think that they would allow me to request either a delay or a change of a judge if it were the other way around? I don't think so. Yeah.
2: Well you you are I know you're not giving up any time soon, Ian Murphy, the iron pig and Gaylord. and of course if you want to get up there up north to get some of that good food, you can, but there are other ways that people can support you too, Ian. I want to make sure people have the opportunity to do that. You have t shirts, you have great barbecue sauce, all kinds of stuff good for the holidays. And I think we got to support, we got to back the people that are in the fight.
0: Yeah, um, we've never done a GoFundMe campaign. We've never done any of that. We've seen other restaurants actually have their GoFundMe campaign. I mean, Marlena uh, from Marlena's Bistro. Um, the gal of Cafe Rosetta up in the UP. We've never done any fundraisers like that, so we just sell T-shirts, and risk it for the brisket gear, um, barbecue sauce, all of that stuff is available, ironpigsmoke.com. We actually have a gift card promotion going on right now. You can purchase a $30 gift card for as low as $19.90. Great uh, software company that we work with here in Gaylord that allows more more something that's purchased, the cheaper it gets. We do that with t-shirts and gift cards. So ironpigsmoke.com is the best way anybody can support us besides coming on in here to the restaurant if you happen to be in the Gaylord area.
2: There you have it. Stay in touch with all things that the the folks at the Iron Pig and Ian Murphy, uh, we'll make sure we try and get some of that up and get details of the updates as well. But Ian, come back when you have more news for us. Always happy to have that conversation, man. Thank you very much.
0: You got it. Thank you, Justin. Appreciate your support, bud.
2: My pleasure. God bless, brother. Uh, hear it all online, every bit of the program, and get the details of what we talked about, JustinBarkley.com, and the stack, and of course, in the podcast, the IR Radio Hour. We've got an after show jam packed and ready for you. If you'd like to fire that up, JustinBarkley.com, you can listen there online. The iHeartRadio app, whenever, wherever you are. Love to make sure that you stay in touch with it there. And of course, all of it done very easily with that that app. So, yeah, we've got lots to cover. We got uh, a virus. Information, the jab story, the guy that's done this is just wild. The data crunching he's done behind the scenes, some of the Biden gaff stuff that happened over the weekend, and the boatloads of migrants that are now showing up in Malibu. Do you think things are going to change now that they're showing up on Barbara Streisand's beachfront property out there in in Malibu? You start coming knocking on her door. She's going to move if Trump wins anyway. Remember, she, mean, she's one of those folks. So maybe they could just have the house. I don't All of it and more coming up in just moments on the after show. Always a pleasure. The Glenn Beck Program coming up at 10 on News Radio 1, 1300, 106.9 FM. He's live from the border. Making from a great the day, Crumble though.
1: Cookie Studio.